this is Linda. And this is Leslie. With Let's Talk. Yay. Hey, Linda. Let's talk today, my friend. Woo. I see we have a guest. You want to introduce her? I certainly do. I am so excited to have today's guest because this young lady that we have is a personal friend of mine. I've known her for a number of years. Her name is Teresa Jones, and she's the owner and creator of her own salon called 3D Styles. She's been in business for a number of years, and I'm super excited because not only is she a friend of mine, but she is also my stylist. So I'm excited to hear her story and to share with you and our audience some tips on how to best care for our hair. I like that. I like that. Welcome to our show. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Okay. So my first question is, can you give us tips to have a better relationship with our stylist? In fact, like, can I come in with the pictures and I want to look like this? <laughs> uh, you have to come in with honesty. I want to expect, you have to be real. Don't expect to look like that picture for your hair to be identical to that picture because there's other factors that play when you're getting your hair done. Sometimes those pictures have pieces added into it. Your texture might be different. Your, um, the density of your hair, it might not be as thick. So don't always go in with one mindset saying that it's going to come out looking like this. You have to be real to yourself. Okay. That's good mm -hmm. advice. Teresa, how long have you been in business? Um, I've been in business. Oh, I lost count. It's been over 20 years. Wow. Mm -hmm. that is amazing so you have seen all kinds of clients come in through your door and all kinds of styles that you've created so what has been the most challenging and rewarding part of your job or your career I should say um I would say I don't know Leslie I just like it all um <laughs> I guess basically the the cutting hair when people don't want to let grow let go of damaged hair and when they do come in with a picture and be like oh I want it cut like this and what I see and what they see is totally two different things so I guess the challenging part would communicate and you have to keep asking questions so you you're able to give them what they're looking for Wow. I like how you said communicate. Can you kind of explain that a little more? What does that really mean? Okay. When they show you the picture, I might see a taper cut, but they just see a shortcut where they don't want their hair tapered. So I have to keep talking to them, say, okay, what I see is the hair is tapered. Would you like for me to shave your hair, make it taper? And no, I don't want it that short, you know, would be their reply. So if you don't communicate, you will have a disappointed client. Oh, wow. That's, wow. True. That's true, Linda. And I know you can attest to that, Linda, because you're going through challenges now with your hair and all this kind of stuff. What do you have some, I know you have a lot of questions for Teresa for you. I do. Well, we, just even before we did this, I was talking about just dyeing it all gray because we were, our other episode was, I'm letting my hair, my gray grow out. <laughs> and she gave me some good advice now that it's growing out it's it's looking funny like today it looks pretty good I'm not going to ask her opinion because she, you know, she might hurt me I think I look good so, mm -hmm. <laughs> but 
but I asked her the simple question because I saw some, like you said, I saw some beautiful pictures with somebody dying in her all gray with black highlights, a lot of black highlights. That way when the gray grows out, it doesn't, you know what I mean? Like it, it fits in because I did dye my hair last year twice and I changed my mind. It's not for me, but I love her suggestion. She was real with me. She said, keep doing what I'm doing using the, the what is it called? The pencil or yeah, the, the, the hair stick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and just do my, cover it that way until it grows out. I like that idea instead of trying to force something she knows better than I do. And I know what I want, but I don't know the risk and stuff that comes with it. Like she was saying it would damage my hair more or the process of going through it was a lot um, more, more than I can probably realize or understand. Is that correct? That's correct, yes. And what you've seen, did you see a picture? Did you see mm -hmm. a person? No, I saw a picture. Uh-huh, and they probably just sold in some hair. <laughs> see and I would have never thought of that mm -hmm. so, that's see that's good to know because we don't know that mm -hmm. what other tips or what other ways we can have a better relationship like me I, honestly I don't go to the hair salon that often because of just my texture my type of hair is um, I'm gonna say rare probably not anymore but growing up, it was rare. So I had a lot of bad experience of just going home, rewashing it and trying to fix it or recutting what they cut because they cut it straight and they didn't cut it curly or they cut it curly and didn't cut it straight that they didn't know it's two types of textures. Um, how can we have a better relationship with our salon? Well, you know your hair better than anyone. So when you do go to your stylist, like you told me, I don't use much products on my hair, you know, I know they want to tell you, no, this will be fine. I, I'll give you an example. I had a young lady and she had nice hair. I blow dried her. She told me she don't use a lot of oil. And I saw I won't use a lot of oil. When I put it on her hair, it was actually too much oil where her hair fell the next day. But I felt like, oh, yeah, she really don't understand that I'm not putting a lot of oil. But it was me who didn't understand that. Mm -hmm any amount of oil was too much for her hair. So you can tell them. And I mean, cause I didn't listen to her and then, but she ended up coming back telling me this, what happened to my hair. She took a picture for me. Okay. It's like, we built a relationship and I don't know, I build relationships with all my clients, um, try to make them feel comfortable and they open up, but I did take her advice. So when I do her hair now, she put the amount of oil on her hair, not me. Cause That's I did good. tell her I'm very heavy handed when it comes to oil. I love oil. <laughs> I didn't, even, you know what? I didn't even know that was an option that, that I thought like when you're in it, I can't be in it. So I can like yeah. actually put it in my hand saying, this is how much I want. Mm -hmm. If they want a happy client, the stylists have to be willing to listen to what their client is telling them. That's and really I good to know. I did not know that. I know. I never, I didn't even think about that, but it makes sense because you're right. You see them maybe weekly or bi-weekly, but mm -hmm. they themselves know their own style. So and yes. their own hair texture, so to speak. So now, Teresa, would you say that it takes time to get to know your client? Um, Personality-wise or their hair? Their hair. It does. No, I don't. Mm -hmm. I figure once you do their hair, you know what you're working with. 
And then uh, they come back. If they're looking a different kind of way, you come up with a different solution. But it, it shouldn't take long to know your client. That hair, you know, that hair, you'll see if it's weak, you know what to do. You'll see if this doesn't work. It might take time to um, like knowing the right products, but I don't even think that takes time. That's good. As long as the stylist is open to feedback as well. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. I'm Wow. Sometimes yeah. it's more than just getting your hair done. It's getting your hair done to make you feel good, but just speaking what's on your mind to just get mm-hmm. your soul and just get your body back of letting out all that stuff you've been holding in. Mm-hmm. How does sometimes that- that's why people, they be like, well, I didn't want to, I didn't know she was bringing her kids. You know how sometimes people bring their kids and they be crying. That's their release. That's their time to release their mm. quiet zone. So when they have kids there, which I love the kids. So, <laughs> but those people, they will change their appointments different times so they can have their I guess there's space. And it's true, Linda. I can say this mm-hmm. about Teresa because I think I've been going to Teresa almost 15 Ooh. years. Or more. It's been a while. Yeah, it's it's been a minute. And, you know, I, I can say this, Linda, that Teresa is a very good listener. And you're right. When you're in that setting, it's just you and your stylist. And it's mm-hmm. not when you've done, when you've been with the person for a long time, it's no, no longer like a stylist. It's a friend. You know, it's a confidant. It's a relationship that's built. And it's not just about the hair. You're talking about everything. You're talking about life experiences. There's been times that I'm sitting in Teresa's chair and I'm crying and carrying on or, you know, there, or I'm disclosing things that I normally would not say. But in that setting, when you're vulnerable, your hair is wild and whatever, you feel more at ease to talk. I go every blue moon for a special occasion. There's only a couple of people that are hair salons that I let them touch my hair. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's that's hard sitting there that long of time. But I could see the relationship being built. I mean, you're right, Leslie. It, it's If you become more than just a hair salon, you become a friend. You become someone that I could feel like I can talk to. You know what I mean? To release that pressure that Mm -hmm. I'm feeling from whatever's going on in life as I you're making me look to match how I feel inside of feeling better Mm -hmm. so I do like that and Teresa would you say the relationship goes both ways too because it's not just them you know pouring into you you're also pouring into them yes I am yes it goes both ways Mm -hmm. because you get to know that client and you know oh, this is the one I know can live my spirits and you'll talk to her about it. You, I'll talk to her about it. Like Leslie was a good one. I used to cry to all the time. Um, and I kind of liked it when she got there and I was getting somebody out, nobody else was there because then I can really release how I feel. Yeah. And we would just sit and laugh because she's is so funny. Good. And the good thing about when you find a good person to go to, someone that you enjoy talking to as well because you are there for a long time you don't want to mm-hmm. just be there with somebody who's grumpy or doesn't even talk you want to be and I think that's part of Teresa's other thing is that she likes to talk so that would slow her down because <laughs> 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 she's engaged in the conversation with the person mm-hmm. so it, it's it's important to have a good person to go to not only to care for your hair but just to you know have a, a confidant so to speak it was good. I mean, I even had clients would come in, not even getting their hair did, that would just sit and talk. Yeah. 
interesting. And that says a lot about you as a person that people feel like, oh, let me just go on over there and just chew the fat or a jaw jack or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I want, or I don't have anything to do. Let me go on over there to the shop. And that's true. You would see people just sitting there for mm-hmm. a long time, just yeah. talking. Yeah. So Linda, have we persuaded you to want to go to the stylist and get your hair done? I cannot sit still that long. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll do it like I, like I said, there is two people that I trust back in Illinois, back home. When I go back home, there's two people I go to that I do trust that, you know, because they did my sister's hair, um, my family, you know, family member, one person does that. And then the other one is a high school um, friend that did it like, when we were in high school before. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like she done it a couple of times too. Out in California, believe it or not, um, I have one person that did my hair twice is when we renewed our wedding vows. And one other time, I can't remember what it was for, but some special occasion. <laughs> just, just, I, I don't know. I just, and that's weird too that, you know, yeah, I'm probably weird. I know a lot of people that go and it's just not for me. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, Teresa, I think you have a bit of advice that you want to give people who are looking for a stylist. What would you say would be the best thing that they need to know when going to look and seek out someone who's going to care for their hair? Ask them what they like to do. What are your specialties? Um, you have mm-hmm. people that's really into weaves. So not downing anyone but you know that person love hairsprays they love um you know putting weave in where they can't style because i have a cousin that also does hair and she told me she don't know how to cut hair but she does weaves and she does a beautiful job so i thought it was weird for her to say she doesn't know how to cut hair because her weaves always turn out wonderful so i guess you will go in looking at what they specialize in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I specialize in natural hair care, just taking care of the hair in short styles. I'm not a weave person. I'm not a braiding person. So that's what you would look for is their specialties. So Teresa, can you give us some tips of how to take care of our hair? Sure. Um, Moisture is very good for the hair. So moisturizing it as needed is very good. If your hair requires more moisture during these winter months where it's harsh, applying oil is a good remedy. Um, Also, as far as oil, natural oils would be better. Um, As far as olive oil, coconut oil, mixing those oils together would give your hair good moisture. As far as the hot oil treatment, using a moisturizing shampoo. So one thing about our hair, it needs moisture no matter what. I mean, you might not use oil, but a moisturizing shampoo and conditioner will be great for your hair. And always sitting under with some heat. Oh, wonderful, Teresa. Now, would you say, do you think that I know more women are going towards that natural look in terms of like the dreads or the sister locks. What, what is your opinion on more of a natural style as a plant, as opposed to um, the uh, chemically based styles? Um, 
natural stars are natural styles are better better than chemically based that chemical hair you know it's just really breaking down your hair uh i'm a hypocrite because i still have a relaxer <laughs> but i have gotten all my clients to go natural really it's better for the hair when you get older it doesn't thin out your hair I mean, we, most of us is on medicine. That medicine with the relaxer doesn't interact well where they get thin at the top, but having natural hair, you won't have to deal with any of that. Oh, good point. I didn't even know that. Wow. Mm -hmm. What else interact with your hair like that? Basically, you heard the saying, what goes in your body comes out. Mm -hmm. So if you're not eating right, that affects your hair as well. Wow. True. Like me, I like fried foods. My hair has thinned out tremendously, but I'm getting better. I don't relax my hair as much because eating bad and having a relaxer and on medicine. Yeah. Yeah. That's good to know, Linda, because especially you're all natural. Your hair is natural. So that's a good thing for you. But you're right, Teresa. I think, and I've been natural for over 10 years now, and I love being natural mm -hmm. as opposed to the relaxed for for my hair relaxers in my hair less shedding that's true mm -hmm. good to know well thanks Teresa, for those tips i think that's wonderful wonderful advice and i know our our viewers out there would definitely appreciate that especially as the trend is everybody's going not everybody but most people are going natural they are mm -hmm. and i know people say that oh i just color my hair i'm natural you know when you color your hair you're not natural anymore I learned that. <laughs> I didn't know that. I mean, I guess, yeah, that's chemical. Yep. Leslie, you knew that? No longer natural. When she told me that, I was like, oh, I guess I'm not natural because I do color it, but I don't color it that much, but I still color it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's the definition of all natural then? See, blow drying, you have to be careful there too, because blow drying is taken out, taken away from your natural curl. You know how you blow dry your hair so much, and then you'll have your natural state at the roots, but then down below it's a little straighter. Mm -hmm. That's not natural hair when you blow dry it. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> Well, so you. this is not natural. All the other podcasts. <laughs> I know, so Linda, there you go. That's not natural. Keep your curls, my friend. Keep uh, your yeah. Curls. <laughs> natural is actually more work than for some people. Oh, it's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. Okay. So basically, no chemicals, no chemicals, no heat. I mean, you know, you have to go back to, should I say, back in the day? When you want to straighten your hair, you slap some grease in it and you brush it and then braid it up. And the next day, hey, you got straight hair. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It was straight, but it was puffy, but it was straight. It was puffy. You see them with that color. Oh, no, you're not natural. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm getting there or I'm there now. Well, once I- Yeah, I'm, you're I'm, getting I'm, there, uh -huh. <laughs> The mascara stick don't count. <laughs> okay, so when you were talking about the different oils, can you, is there a special kind? Like what kind of oil do you use? I use 3D Magic Potion. 
my daughter actually makes that. She um, came up with that. Um, it's a good product, a good oil product. It helps revive the natural curl pattern of your hair. It thickens hair. It's good for babies that has cradle cap, mm -hmm. um, dry scalp, and it promotes hair growth as well and makes it easier to manage. And it's all natural? It's all natural, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. And does she sell or make anything else? Um, she also sell a beard oil, a lock spray, and a leave-in conditioner. Mm -hmm. Wow. And all this can be all this can be purchased on her website, right, Teresa? Yes. Her website is um, 3dmagicpotions.com. And you also can purchase it locally in um, Waukegan, Illinois at Tina Beauty Supply. And there's actually two beauty supply stores. I don't remember their name, but it can also be purchased there as well. Wow. And I'll be sure to post that website on our link here so that you all who are interested in getting some natural products that are just proven to work, you can go right on that website and you can purchase them right from that site there. <laughs> I think that's great that we have the different guests on today, which adds another flavor to our, our broadcast. And listen, if you like what you heard, and I know you did because I liked it because Teresa is a friend of mine. Linda likes it because she's considering, she's on the fence about getting her hair done, but I know eventually she might cross on over to the other side. <laughs> if you like what you heard, please be sure to hit the like button, subscribe to our channel. We want to get this message out to as many people as we can, because this is what it's all about. It's about life's lessons. And we got a lesson today with our dear friend, Teresa, which is caring for your hair and also developing a relationship with your styling, stylist. And it's also about laughter. That's one of the best things. The Bible says it's as good as medicine. And it's about love because the ultimate goal is to what? Make relationships that last. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.